Well, it's lonesome in this old town. Everybody puts me down. I'm a face without a name. Just walking in the rain, going back to Houston. Houston, Houston. I got holes in both of my shoes. Well, I'm a walking case of the blues. Saw a dollar yesterday, but the wind blew it away. Going back to Houston, Houston, Houston. All right, we are back. It is the Malcolm Go podcast on the 25th of January. Today with me is Tyler Trainer as usual, and with me today is a new guest, someone we've been hoping to get for months and months and months, and finally, we nabbed him, Mr. Big Al. I won't say your last name, because I don't know how excited you wanted to get fired from work, so uh, perfectly. So please, say hello, Al. I know you're nervous. Hello out there. Ah. Never nervous, never nervous. Happy to be here, for Good. sure. He brought his fire takes and his charismatic attitude to the podcast today. I'm very excited. So It's about time we so, have it's, some charisma on this podcast. <laughs> it's hard to follow up a, a Jerry Thornton podcast, but I think we can do it today with Al and Tyler. Uh, I'm excited. It was a great AFC Championship victory, uh, something that I think we all expected a W. I don't think we all expected it to go quite that well. Um but, you know, here we are today looking straight at Atlanta. I think the matchup that we all wanted. Yeah, I didn't really want to see Rodgers, that's for sure. I agree. I was a little nervous with how hot Rodgers was playing now. But, you know, the more you think about it, Atlanta just shut him down and, yeah. and, and Ryan outplayed him. But I still, I still wanted this matchup the most. Absolutely. Uh, I think, you know, take Matt Ryan out of that dome. You know, even going back down to Houston, I think that they're... Uh, they're, they're ripe for the picking, so should be an exciting game for sure. I'm not nervous about them. I think that they have a, a decent, you know, a great offense, but the, who'd you play? Who have you played? <laughs> um, so Carolina sucked. They, the Saints are garbage. Their division was crap, and they Tampa lost to Tampa. Whatever. I mean, I got into a fight in the bathroom at, at Gillette Stadium talking to a guy about it when I was take. I actually took a dump in Gillette Stadium this week. First thing, I walked in and said, can't hold it. Walked right in. Actually, it was a a great experience. I walked right into the bathroom. Uh, The handicap stall was next to me. I said, you know what? I'm going to show some respect. I'll go regular. I went right into the regular stall, took a dump for about, I mean, 25 minutes minimum. Uh, It was all before the game. We went in early because it was cold in the parking lot. And not one knock. I mean, there was a 1,000 people in the bathroom. And not one knock. I think they could sense it. I actually got in a fight in the bathroom this weekend, too, at the bar I was at. Oh. That's just because the guy didn't pay me. Yeah. I just like to play sound clips. I don't know if you've listened to the podcast before, Al, but sound clips are a-coming. We need them dropping. We need them. Need them. Um, so, anyway, you know what I saw in the bathroom, too? There's a lot of a lot of bathroom talk. That um, That fat little black kid that was like the... The face of the Steelers uh, playoff run. He was he's the little fat kid that danced. Mike Tomlin? No, his name is Terry. Yeah, <laughs> Mike Tomlin. It was Terrio. That's his name, Terrio. I had no Ooh, clue. kill him. That was the video. It was like a huge. Uh, yeah. It was a huge Vine video a couple of years ago, and he was like, he was probably like seven or eight at the time. He's probably like twelve now. He's about 
four foot six, two hundred and fifty pounds, fattest little uh, kid you could see. And he's just sitting at the bathroom, and I just had to give him a uh, fist bump. Loved him. He was in the Steelers gear, and I think that he was just ready to fucking uh, do the uh, what? Do you, what did the fucking chunk do from Goonies? Whatever that was. The uh, awful waffle. Yeah, that's absolutely short. That, yeah. yeah, something about that. Um. So yeah, I mean we're gonna we're gonna let's break down the game here. I mean Pat's defense on point this yep. week, nine points in basically fifty minutes of game time. In a, for a lot of the game too, it looked like the Steelers were moving the ball. They're the pass are kind of sagging off in that zone a little bit, and they're letting all those underneath catches kind of happen. Like for what three or four drives in the first half, yeah. yet they held them. I mean that two goal line stands were oh, fucking awesome. I know it's it's amazing to me. I mean Butler and. McCordy basically shut down Antonio Brown. They oh, didn't yeah. let him get over the top whatsoever, which is what they're going to employ against Julio Jones. I don't know. Uh, for a long time, it was uh, they did it with Revis, and they were doing it with Butler, where Butler was on the number two receiver, erasing him, mm-hmm. and then it was going to be Logan Ryan and McCordy. But now they're putting like on the best receiver, they're putting. Butler and McCordy. I think that shows how good Logan Ryan's been playing and Eric Rowe. Both of them are just... They're both playing they're, really well. Yeah, they're I, solid. Both of them are solid number two cornerbacks on able both teams. To, yeah, able to shut down at number two and three receiver, which is a perfect setup for the offense that we're playing. I mean, Julio Jones is going to be the biggest problem, but if you're going to have two elite secondary players on an, probably the best wide receiver in the NFL... I mean, it's going to be a fight the whole game. I don't care who you're playing, but I don't. I, Julio Jones is going to be the number one point of emphasis in the game because Matt Ryan will throw it up to him at any point. Yeah, they have some depth at receiver too. They have Sanu, yeah. great acquisition, much better than Roddy White has. Logan been. Ryan's going to be on him probably. And uh, Gabriel, well, yeah, and Gabriel. I could see that so actually. Eric Rowe on Sanu, he's kind of taller. That's yeah, who's a, who's uh. But they don't have a tight end, though. They don't have a... Uh, yeah, no. Tolulo and... A, a Tia Lulu. I don't even know who he is. So. Guy. How yeah. good can he be? Yeah. yeah. He's a big, tall guy. I remember him, like, they drafted him. I remember they drafted him to play with Gonzalez, but he's not good, but he's, like, uh, 6'11 or something crazy. He's pretty big. Yeah. yeah. They're running backs, then. That's the other thing. Yeah, oh, Devontae no. Freeman is their, another guy. That, and Coleman. Yep, Coleman. Coleman looks like a beast. Look great. He's a big, jacked-up uh, guy, isn't he? There's both, like... They're both, like, what, like... Five ten maybe, and they're like two hundred the twenty pounds. Yep. Just yeah. Devontae Stock. Freeman had a couple. He had a great run for like, I want to say what was it last year and some of this year where he was just unstoppable. Yeah, fucking dominated fantasy year, teams. Yeah, he was crushing it last year. First ten or eleven games of the season, he was yeah. fantastic. Um, I think touching back on what you guys were talking about, Roe and Ryan, just arguably probably the best games that they played all season together collectively. Yeah. Uh, that's huge going into next week, especially like you guys said, talking about those secondary receivers. Um, you know, Bill's not going to let Julio beat them. You know, no. He's going to try not to, yeah. at least. So, yeah. Julio's a little better than Antonio, where even when uh, Julio's covered, you could still throw it to Julio, where Antonio gets well, open better. But, yeah, because exactly. Antonio Brown is a better route runner, yeah. and he's. Um, He's quicker. a better route runner. He's quicker. Out of the breaks. And, and Julio Jones is like fucking Terrell Owens. Well, his yeah. radius Dead is just... Brian. Yeah, where he can catch the ball anywhere. The thing that's holding him back, he's got turf toe, which is a nightmare for some people to have. Um, I don't know Do what it is or what it does. I, I don't, never really knew what that I have, uh, I've had turf knees. I know that. Uh, <laughs> Touch speaking back on the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. from the speaking bathroom. Speaking of number one receivers in the NFL, did you hear that story about Deshaun Jackson? 
Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I tend not to believe these dirty hoes. You didn't or, buy the Instagram hoe? No, I don't. I don't. I don't trust those those I bitches. I, I feel you never like know. someone in the league has to. Like some yeah. guy like that, some alpha male fucking we always, receiver. He is. We should pray. I. I mean, I could see it on him, but I mean. Honestly, he's probably still packing something. Yeah. She just fucked Von Miller. She's gonna like. Yeah. What do you think the comparison's gonna be? I guess gonna be like small a, for Deshaun Jackson yeah. is so bigger than anything. Yeah, we to the anything table. at this table <laughs> here. At this table for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it! Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he so, brought me down. Let's not get too excited. Little, also, pepping myself this week. Those those that. fucking broads. They're just. I mean, I. How do you put somebody on uh, on on blast on the radio like that? Say it. I mean. That's fucking crazy. That's tough. That's, That's tough. an ugly move from her. I hate Man, to see it. She, I mean, she got all that ass. It's going to be tough to do anything. <laughs> any type of regular guy. That's true, yeah. You know what I mean? You need to sign off on something like that. If you're not packing heat, I mean, you better sign, sign off. NDA forms. Sign, yeah, one of those seat, those things that like the Chappelle show had. Right. Yeah. What were they called? Uh, it's just one of those. The sex uh, contract, yeah, just right? A, yeah, just right at the bottom, you know. It's real quick sign. Sign. You wouldn't, you wouldn't say anything, would you? Um, so... Le'Veon Bell suspiciously pulls a Tomlinson and hurts himself during this game. Uh, That actually, I think, helped the Steelers because they were fucking shutting that down completely. The whole Le'Veon Bell system was shut down. He wasn't busting anything. I mean, that's that that um, Lawrence Maroney style of dance behind the line until something happens. That was arguably the biggest insult anyone has ever thrown in this podcast. It's <laughs> called Le'Veon Bell Lawrence Maroney. His, his, he's got a Lawrence Maroney style. I think Lawrence invented it, where you dance a two-step jig behind... Ooh, I shouldn't have said jig. Uh, behind, the, uh, behind the line of scrimmage, and then they run at whatever hole they could find, where uh, D'Angelo Williams is a sprint-through-the-hole type guy. So I think that actually hurt the Patriots more than anything else. D'Angelo Williams, almost arguably, what, 33 years old? He's I, still doing yeah. it. I know because still doing it. Go back to Lawrence Maroney. The Patriots drafted Lawrence Maroney ahead of D'Angelo Williams mm. in the first round. Really? Yeah. Same draft. Wow. Same draft. So Lawrence has been out of the league what a decade seven. now? Yeah, I was gonna say at least seven. Probably a decade. Um, so I mean, he's been doing it all that time, and he talks endless shit to the Patriots yeah. uh, yep. on Twitter. So yep. I'm glad that he's home again. <laughs> D'Angelo Williams says, "Yeah." How about the other old guy shit. who, uh, fucking 39-year-old James Harrison? He really didn't. Yeah. He, well, I knew he wasn't going to do anything. Yeah, no. Everyone's like, who I was fighting with, the guys I go to the game with, James Harrison's back. I was like, is this 2001? He's a fucking mm. bum. He was a bum five years ago when he went to Cincinnati. He's I don't know. Like the equivalent of Ninkovich. Like, no, he's no not one even on the other team close is like, to Ninkovich's skill he's level. He's just the same exact. No one on the other team is like getting ready for the game. Like oh, we got to go against Ninkovich yeah. next week. Like, That's no, true. And, no one in Atlanta gives a shit about him. He kind of makes plays occasionally. It's like he recovered Harris. a fumble. He's a guy. He's a he, ball hawk. He's as they always say. around the ball. He's around. He got a ball. He had a uh, almost had a sack. He had the fumble, of course. Um, but James Harrison was like. The Steelers were in such bad salary cap trouble for so long. They brought in anything they could find. And James Harrison is willing to die to be a Steeler. So it's like, obviously bring him. He like would rather be a Pittsburgh Steeler than do anything else. So they brought him in. He still plays. He lifts. He's giant. He's, he's just not quick enough. Huge. Yeah, he's just not quick enough to be an NFL uh, defensive end linebacker anymore. Yeah, he had a he had an okay year. Nothing special. But... Ice up, son. Ice up. Uh... So there you go. T's and P's. So yeah. <laughs> Steve Smith Sr. Steve Smith. Uh, so, like I said, I mean, the man coverage was great. Ryan, I thought, had the toughest 
time because I think that Eli Rogers is he is like he, he just looks to me. I said it last week is that the fucking Pittsburgh Steelers have these wide receivers that all look the same going back to like fucking 2000. They've just drafted the same Plaxico. Pro, pla, well, yeah. They all look like Plaxico Burst. They're all prototypical <laughs> shifty wide receivers. They had Emmanuel Sanders, Antonio Brown, Mike Wallace. Now they got this kid Eli Rogers who's gonna, who looks really elite. Martavis Bryant. They all look the fucking same. Forget about Bryant. They yeah, all play the having. fucking same style. Who's the other dude they have that I feel like they came Marcus same Wheaton. Year. Yeah, Wheaton. 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 Another guy is exact same. Yeah. He didn't even play, did he? No, he did not play. No. Was he hurt? Or you didn't see shit? much from him. Uh, uh, Jesse James. Jesse James yeah, does not look the same as them. No, no he's no. like uh, that other stiff they used to have. That fucking Heath, Heath. Miller. Heath. Yeah. Oh, Jesse. Bum. Yep. He was a bum. Yeah. Uh, reminded me on Jesse James. They let the boys play this week. They let the boys play with the, uh, play. Let the boys play. on the penalties. There was very few yeah. penalties in that game, especially called on in the secondary. None in the first half. I None. think there was like couple. There was like a defensive holding late in the game. I didn't. He, I don't think Pat's there was any a, pass interferences. Pat's got one break. There was one drive. It was like third down. We got yeah. a. Oh. He do, I think it was Chung was do, on the back of Jesse James, where yeah. I think that would have been called during the season, but they didn't call it this game. If they call the Super Bowl that way, it's going to look good for them. There the, wasn't many calls in the NFC bullets. game either. No. So that was nice to see on both games. They, they were really... in the end zone the whole yeah, that time. That was a track meet. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, but I think that Eli Rogers is going to be fucking pretty elite. I look out on your fantasy teams next next year. I would snipe him late in the draft because he's going to be the next up up and comer Pittsburgh Steeler. Calling it here, folks, on the Malcolm Go podcast. You heard it first. Um, you know what was interesting in this game, which I noticed when I watched the game afterwards. I wasn't paying attention much to it. I was about 40 yingling lights deep. Um, <laughs> was the, the Patriots went four, t- uh, four wide receivers a ton in this game. Yeah, you did see that a lot. So um, they, that's why I, Chris Hogan was so open the whole time because the Steelers had no idea what was happening. They were running four wide receivers with... Um, it's nice to have Mitchell back. I know. It was nice to have him back, but he didn't play his best game. Uh, well, it's been like four weeks or three or four weeks. He's a rookie. He'll He'll be fine. I mean... I think he's going to have a much better Super Bowl. Than he dro- he had that one drop. He had one pass that Brady m- kind of threw away. He missed the uh, – he made a great play, but he had his uh, big toe one step foot out of bounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, he had, uh, and he had that one catch, though. So, I mean – He had a so-so game. Uh, should it be brought up, our hot take last week was a complete uh, fail, where I, I think my hot take was that they might let Hogan sit and let Floyd and Mitchell play. And That's why we are the number one Patriots <laughs> podcast here number in New England. One. You're willing to let it out there. Yeah. That's it. Tony, the Malcolm Go is not afraid to take a swing at the, no, at the run point. through a motherfucker face. Correct, sir. <laughs> yes, Marshawn, I will. In in your defense, uh, you know, who would have known that Pittsburgh would have allowed Hogan to be uncovered the entire entire game? So, game. Yeah. They allowed him to you play know. in his Harry Potter invisibility cloak. That As throw to the, his first touchdown when he was just standing in the back of the end zone with he, no one around, and Brady was like looking, looking, and all of a sudden right. he's like, ah, all right. I <laughs> felt like the Steelers were playing with 10 players for half the game. Yeah. I was like, why is Hogan wide open the whole time? I said, nobody's on him again. I kept yelling it in the stands. I was like, nobody's on him again. There was one when he was wind, Before the, wind up all the way to the left, and uh, they literally didn't have a cornerback on him. They had just nobody. They had the safety over. There was like a trips left, and... He was the outside receiver, and they I think had a safety over the them. Same, no, yeah, and then he just they like Brady just dropped back and just threw him the ball for 15 yards, and he just went out. That was it. it was and there was a play in the early second half because they were overcompensating. Then 
because uh, they were doubling Edelman. So they started overcompensating, and then they in the early second half, I'm looking at it, and they said three to the right, and um, I think Amendola single to the left, or maybe been Mitchell single to the left, and uh, Edelman was uncovered. And uh, they fucking threw a quick... That's what it was. They threw a quick pass to Mitchell on the left when he was uh, isolated. And I was like, Edelman is fucking uncovered. And Brady missed it somehow. Because like, it was a quick snap and a quick play. Yeah. But n- there was no linebacker, no safety, no corner on him. They were double covering double covering Hogan, single covering, um, I think it was Marty Bennett, and just left Edelman alone. He had his best game. Bennett had his best game in... Yeah, they finally started um, throwing to him, which... Made me happy because you got to get the tight end of You have to have five options on the field at all times. Especially against that zone, you have to yeah. work the tight end up the middle just to open it up for everyone else. Exactly. Hogan was running a lot of Gronk's routes up the seam. Yeah. Where he was getting wide open. They he uh, Brady ate up that that um, that fire zone blitz, the fire zone defense of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He was he uh, audibled a couple times where it was, you know, the whole crowd is silent. And you just hear him go up there and say whatever he says, fire, fire, and he uh he'll touch he'll touch both fingers to both uh, alert alert yeah either side of his helmet and he just drops back to um he'll drop back to a shotgun and he did it once it was so epic a classic Brady he sees it and he's like all right alert alert gets back into shotgun uh Legarrette Blunt goes out wide to the left Hogan stays in the seam runs right up the seam almost uncovered thirty five yard gain. Yeah, I was like, they're fucking dead. I saw that they were dead. I was like, they're not. They don't even move, which is the craziest thing. So he'll go alert, alert, and then all the fucking players, Patriots players, will go anywhere they want. You know, five, four to the right, one to the left, or wherever. And the Steelers just stood there like nothing was happening. They were showing off at one point. They had Blount and Devlin in the backfield lined up under center. Yeah, Brady did that. Drops back, hits Devlin on like a Devlin twelve got a, yard <laughs> uncovered hitch route. Yeah, uncovered yeah, on his knee. It and just, yeah, looked like me out there ca- like catching yards. the ball on my knee, using all resources. Yeah, that was nice. It was good. Yeah, that's what you're gonna need. A dare I say it? Does Tom Brady get better without Robert Gronkowski in the lineup? Um, Hot takes. Alert. Hot takes. Alert! Alert! I don't know. That is a tough one, honestly, just because. He does force the ball to Gronk a lot of a times lot. when it was, Gronk's there, which is reasonable. You should force the ball to Gronk, but yeah, that is kind of... When you're... What was... Well, he's so great still, but before, what was so great about Tom Brady and what, like, early in his career, and you don't really hear it anymore, but early in his career, what they had said about him was, he, he doesn't care who you're throwing to. He'll throw to the open guy. That's his favorite receiver, right? So that was what you heard for fucking... Six, seven years until Moss showed up, basically. Yeah. Right? So it was uh, until Moss and Welker showed up. Showed up. It was uh, Brady will throw it to the open guy. Then he'll throw it to the open guy. And then Gronkowski's there. And he's just like the ultimate fucking weapon, right? So he throw it to him 15 times a game or throw it to Edelman 11 times a game. Uh, but now, when he's got five receivers on the field, he goes through progressions. And he goes through progressions faster than any quarterback in the NFL. So he'll be on his third... You know his third option before most quarterbacks get to the second, and that's why he you know get the ball out of his hands. It's like me on a Friday night. That's exactly. <laughs> you go through third option, cycling through. <laughs> when you're option Z for the girl, yeah, you can't hit Gronk or uh, Edelman. You, end up the, <laughs> you hit a Tyler Trainer. <laughs> you hit a fat <laughs> Devlin on the outside. That's, that's usually what happens. With, that's how you usually end up with Joe Tooney at that. Yeah, point. exactly. That's <laughs> usually my the big yeah. fat bearded you man. Plug, yeah. you know, a Cameron Fleming on the <laughs> tight end. I'll hit Fleming. You, you're, the, you're the guy that comes in when they need an additional, uh, when they have to pretend they, I can't. I fucking bombed. I had a. I had uh-huh. one and I bombed. 
Ugh, why did I even try and tag that joke? <laughs> it was already bad enough. I know. <laughs> it was already why did I even do it? Oh, the oh, humanity. Oh, girl. Oh, I was disgusted. I, I don't know why I was away. doing that. Um, <laughs> for, Speaking of great jokes, how about fucking Walnut Street Thursday night? Oh, it went good. I mean, Tyler had a great, a great showing uh, down at the Walnut Street in Lynn, a big Walnut comedy Street show. Cafe. That was a good time. Big Al, uh, Jesse Casciano. He had three good comedians. And uh, two guys that bombed, and then one that I missed. No, there was only four. What? You saw... My brother, I missed. You, I thought, had a, a decent performance. The Mexican guy, he bombed hard. Oh, yeah. And then you missed the other guy? No, I missed Dominic. Oh, okay. So... Um, yeah, no. I thought it was a good show. It was a good show. The girls and the girl was, I thought, the funniest, to be honest. She's hilarious. Yeah. Jesse's so funny. Yeah, you're going to have to come out to the... Which, uh, are you doing it again this week? show in February. No. February, what is it, like 16th or something like that. Another stack. Does that girl play uh, Giggles? She has in the past, but she does a lot of stuff um, like in Connecticut and Rhode Island. Really? Yeah. They book her on corporate gigs. She doesn't seem like a corporate comedian, to be honest. She's not like over the top dirty, and she's like a girl, and she's cute enough where it just plays, so it's like she can get away with a lot. Anywho. Our definitions are cute. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Um, So. (laughs) Jesus. I don't even know. I mean, how good was the the trick play? When the trick when the trick play works, is there anything greater than seeing a fucking flea flicker hit, especially in the playoffs? Is there anything greater than that feeling? In stride. I mean, the only thing I could think of that was better was that play a couple of years ago against Baltimore. You know that yeah, to, to yeah. That was yeah. That 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 because of the comeback aspect was probably sure. better. We needed was, that throw more than this throw. That's but. True. Yeah. So we that was the loudest probably I've ever heard Gillette Stadium was the fucking double pass with Edelman and Amendola. Uh, but this fucking flea flicker was loud. And like once again, Chris Hogan behind the defense. The the safeties are so stupid for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They don't I don't think that they've read uh play action in the history of Pittsburgh. Because I I feel like the Patriots have been doing this ever since they existed. Patriots do the same offense with little changes every single year, and the Pittsburgh Steelers never catch on. It's Well, they're playing that stupid um, quarter coverage where the safeties have to be involved in the run in order for it to work because you have your cornerbacks dropping out. So they have to, you know, they play underneath the, uh, the deep coverage and the cornerbacks are over the top. So they have to be involved in literally every single time they the run play action. They run up. sucked up. Brady throws it right behind him, and it's just gone. It's too I mean, easy. The Patriots, I mean, Tom Brady, I think he missed, what, eight passes? Two of them were throwaways. Four of them were drops. And, like, two of them were uh, legit incompletions or something. Yeah, he didn't. He He had, like, two legit incompletions. Yeah. Uh, It was crazy. He was fucking on fire the whole game. What was he? 32 for 42? There you go. That's pretty ridiculous. 384. You knew knew after last week. Yeah, exactly. That's what we were saying. Preparation is just. They don't go two games in a row. And that Pittsburgh defense was probably miles better than the Atlanta Falcons defense that they're going to face, where he, they have a Seattle concept in Atlanta, but they don't have Seattle's players. No, I, don't, I can't name one cornerback or safety. I mean, I, I did a little googling this week uh, and uh, found out that I don't know them either. So <laughs> I know <laughs> so, they have Freeney and Beasley, but besides oh, that, Freeney, Beasley, yeah, uh, Freeney and that and, white dude from Hard Knocks. Fre- Freeney might as well be... Uh, What's his name? Fucking James Harrison. 
Dwight Freeney yeah. was was dangerous when I was in high school. But he does the spin move, though. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking mean? spin move. I'll block a spin move yeah. this time. Does he really get on the field? I can't imagine he still gets on the field. He, I think he plays some early downs. He I must be like a fourth does. quarter guy, like a closer. That's yeah. it. They bring him hear, in like fucking uh, Mariano Rivera. Did you hear Belichick after the game? They were like, hey, so like, are you ready for your your opponent next week? He goes, I don't didn't even, even know. know they were playing. Yeah, that's didn't the he, oh, are you ready for the Falcons? Because I didn't even know they won. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I wish somebody would have called bullshit on that and been like, he no, knew. you knew. Fucking no Ernie texted you didn't know. He was a. Uh, that's what the classic Belichick mantra: "Do business as business is being done." <laughs> um, so, on that flea flicker, it's important to note how much of a factor Dion Lewis is, because the fact that he he garners so much respect in the backfield that Blunt has like a what does he have a twelve hundred yard season, eighteen touchdowns, and immediately once they get back to the playoffs, Dion Lewis is playing every down almost, Whoa. and he's getting fucking. Dion on that flea flicker, I feel like it helped the fact that he's like 5'7". Can't and you see could, him. And you couldn't even see him over the line. Exactly. So maybe so, that's what they're doing is yeah. they're, they're hiding him low. So they fucking think he's caught up in a, in a, in a pile and the safeties come up. He lobs the ball back and they're yeah, gone. Who's, who's this well, guy that just came out of Brady's pocket? I'm not really <laughs> yeah, he's sure. He's so uh, small. What just happened? These little diamond earrings that yeah. look like it's way down his head. <laughs> right. Um, Blount actually had a great game. He didn't, like the stats weren't really there, but he had... Big runs when we needed big runs. Speaking of closers, it's like the it's like the fucking Dion Lewis is tick tack tick 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 tack toeing in the back doing a little two step, and then uh, he'll do it all game, and then just wear down the defense chasing him around with his little scat back, and then all of a sudden fucking big bruiser Garrett Blunt comes in and just bashes everybody in the face, um, and just he's carrying seven eight people into the end zone or to the one run through a motherfucker face. What a run that was. He's been uh, he's a model of consistency, man. One million dollars that unbelievable, gave unbelievable. Th- there was a um, so he got one million dollars. Reggie Bush got negative five yards on the seasons, on the season for the Buffalo Bills, and he got paid like one and a half million dollars. We did bang Kim Kardashian though. So well, mm, so did, is mean, that a negative or positive? I'm not really sure. Actually, it, it was a, definitely a positive at the time. Yeah. How about my sure. boy, uh, my boy Jamie getting paid though. Fifty million, did you hear Jamie Collins? Twenty-six mil guarantee. Yeah. The number one paid years. inside linebacker in the NFL. I don't of know all about time. that. Most money an inside oh. linebacker has ever gotten. I couldn't got I, that Von Miller money he was looking for. Yeah, paid higher than Keekly. You got to figure High Tower is not gone. acceptable. High Tower is going to be gone too because he said his base. Um, no way. Well, he said his base uh, his base negotiation is going to be where Collins. Would. Is. That's fine. He can negotiate from there. The Patriots have the money. They're not going to let Hightower go. They're not going to sign you gotta, Hightower. I think you got to pay him. I, you I think have you to. Pay him. He hasn't played like the past since Van Noy and McClellan have been the like the two starting inside linebackers. Hightower is the captain. He's the fucking leader of the middle linebacker, the linebacker group. He calls the defense. He's just he's dealing with a shoulder injury. We've heard this. He's been dealing look, with that sh- so shoulder injury since he got in the league. But we've heard this a thousand times. With this is your fire take. I don't care for it. I know. Look, I've been wrong a million times about this team. I it wouldn't surprise me if Hightower's gone. I'd just be upset. I I can't see them at least not franchising him. You at can't. Least. And, and then it was fourteen point five. I think is the number. It was but, it was something like six months ago or eight months ago. Wherever before they traded Chandler Jones, it was like we thought in our minds oh, they got enough money to sign all four. There's no way they don't sign at least three when they trade Chandler Jones. No way they don't sign two. Now they got all the money they need once Jamie Collins is gone. And now you're thinking they're going to get rid of fucking Dante Hightower too. I think he's gone. He Belichick's probably on made level. the biggest single tackle in 
Patriots history with that definitely did. tackle against on Lynch. Uh, yeah, on, on Lynch. Lynch yeah. But Lynch besides that, I mean, yeah, he's a he's you're a, big in the middle, but he's not. How much better he's is he? He's a playmaker. Is he $10 million better than like McClellan? Or? He is $10 million Whoa, better than McClellan. Not better than I'm $10, 10 million. million or better fucking than Van Noy. He's not $10 million better than Van Noy. Yes, he is. No, but Van Noy's a different player. He's not a middle linebacker. They've both been playing middle linebacker. I know, but he's only playing that well because of Hightower's play. Hightower got like. What did Hightower get? He got a third of the snaps that those other two guys got. He this was week. hurt. They were they were managing him on as a. That's what tells you he's so great is they're putting him on a pitch count again in the AFC Championship because you know you need him in the Super Bowl. They don't put people. They don't. He plan was on a pitch count. Shit. He's gone. Belich- he's not gone. You're gone if he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to stay. Cut. Malcolm Gordon needs me. <laughs> um, so anyway, don't think it didn't go by a lot of people though when Jamie Collins went to Cleveland and was talking shit. That fucking, like, a week later, they had Shane McClellan jumping over the line to prove that he's not all that fucking special. Yeah, that was a... You know what I mean? Don't fucking Point tell him. Point made. Point made. Exactly. Belichick knew. He's like, fucking Shay, you jumped the line this time. Yeah, wait till they have Roberts make a make fucking, a second down stop in the backfield on the game-winning drive. Le- Landon Roberts... Anyone can make that tackle. L- Landon <laughs> Roberts hasn't gotten word that they invented the forward pass yet. <laughs> he fucking stinks. He's Takeo's spikes all over again. I, I love spikes. him. I Who's love the spikes at, that uh, bang. Uh, yeah, Brandon Spikes. Who yeah. bang? What's it called? His daughter? Urban Meyer's uh, they daughter? Said, no, they said it was Doc Rivers' daughter. Doc Rivers. That was it. At, that was at Doc the, Rivers' at daughter. The, at Flower. Remember and he then did. he had a, uh, he had a video that was out there. Chat for, Roulette. Uh, speaking of uh, yeah, that speaking of that chair post over there. Exactly. Was, he had, yeah. he had a baseball bat. Yeah. Wow. I remember. Yeah. He was like <laughs> his Louisville his, slugger in the house. From below, his nipples was off camera, and his dick kept popping on screen. Yeah, it was odd. I was like, excuse me, what is this thing? It's heavier than the microphone I'm holding right now. Fucking certainly was. Tastes worse, but... Um, anyway, moving on. Um, Brady was a killer in this game. How good was he? Fucking absolute savage. Tom Brady smelled blood in the water, especially after uh, the fumble recovery. He fucking was just finishing. I, he, there was, I love psycho crazy Tom when he gets fucking wild and starts punching the air. Uh, there's nothing better than that for me. That's That's better than... Pornography, if you ask me. On a mission. He looked on a mission. Um, he's ready. He's fucking... No matter what they say, that's all he's thinking about is holding that trophy right next to Goodell's dumb face. Shoving it up to his fucking abdomen. Was he seven Super Bowls in 15 seasons? How many AFC Championship games? No, he's been... six. 11. He's played 16 seasons. This is 16? This is six because he played no, 2001 15. through 2016. That's so maybe you're right. 15. I thought it was fi- yeah, fi- yeah, 11 out of 15 AFC Championship and games. Seven, seven out of Super Bowls. First, uh, seven Super Bowls. Yeah. Could have been more too. If there were, let's, there's a couple plays that there's a couple plays where they're not in nine Super Bowls at least, or ten in ten Super Bowls. Yeah, and they're like a, a few plays away from having six. Championships, unbelievable. I don't want to be a negative Nancy here, but it's a few the other way. That Billy. No, Cundiff I agree. Field goal. I agree. The the uh, <laughs> Lee Evans, Lee, Lee Evans dropping the ball. Bill, Billy Cundiff uh, missing the field goal. Same game, but Terry Sun- Terrell Suggs fucking <laughs> said he better not see him in the streets. Oh, to Cundiff after the game, <laughs> did he? He said, "Yeah, he got cut the next." The I remember they cut him the next. He goes, "I better not see that motherfucker in the streets." <laughs> <laughs> He's a piece oh, of shit. Always, uh, a, always a level-headed guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that sucks. So holding a bottle of bleach uh, when he was doing it. Speaking of guys like that, uh, uh, you could talk about the Tuck Rule, I guess. You know, Tuck Charles, Charles Woodson has still not let that down on he ESPN. He shouldn't let it down. Good. Man, is he unbelievable? Uh, 
um, him. Speaking of, there's a lot. I, I love Steve Smith on ESPN. Oh, he's fantastic. Is he on there for First good? First of all, or is he just there? I think so because he's always there. They and should he have Bill Brady on there. No one talks Brady up more than Steve Smith. Good. anybody that Respect. anybody that's pro Brady is welcome on ESPN. They yeah. need to build up their. Uh, they need to build up Patriot lo- uh, love again because they've lost all Patriots fans. Watching NFL, it's funny you say that. Watching NFL Network on Sunday, they have Emmanuel Sanders and just you know these guys. Yeah. It's like Ryan Clark on ESPN. Like, what the hell is going? Ryan like, Clark wasn't bad. Who's like, the douchebag? He shows uh, respect the to the Patriots. Like Taylor he's been... was on there. Oh, Bart Scott. Bart Scott's the a worst. Fucking, well, I mean, worst. the biggest jerk. Bart Scott's just, just a joke. There. He like he he even said today that the the Falcons have the quarterback advantage yeah. in the Super Bowl. I was yeah. like. Bart Scott, you're so irrelevant yeah. that you can't say these ridiculous things. He's just saying them to get a uh, just to get a reaction, and nobody's giving him a reaction that he wants. The he last th- relevant thing he said was "can't wait." Yeah, exactly, you his know? one like, quote enough. is the only thing that's ever given him any life. If he didn't win that dumb Super Bowl in uh, Baltimore, I would have been so proud of myself just for hating his guts. And if he wasn't six four, I'd punch his face. That's right. He yeah, picked uh, the Steelers by two touchdowns in the pregame. Of course pre-game. he did. You don't two think... touchdowns, twenty-seven thirteen. It's it's such yeah, a farce. It's a farce that everyone yeah. that fucking they believe it's because it's on Boston sports talk radio. It's on everywhere that the Patriots defense sucks. Bob Ryan's still tweeting about it. Uh, I was Bob Ryan th- tweets. Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. He's got he's yellow teeth. I, like I think Bob he punches his face too. Mostly, I think he's just butt tweeting. Like, yeah. You normally see some of his Ugh. tweets. You're like, Bob, did you? Are you having a stroke? What is, what is going on? <laughs> he's definitely that's having not, a stroke. Yeah, but he tweeted before the Pittsburgh game. He's like, this is finally a, a test for that Patriots defense. It's no good. He did it before the Baltimore game. He's like, I guess that was wrong there. They were no good. And then he did. And he was like, oh Pittsburgh, you know they they were they were no good. They were down Le'Veon Bell. And then he's like, finally Atlanta will be the test. Hmm. It's like they went. They've played what nine, eighteen games. They have they give up fifteen point something points a game. Can you give them a little respect? It's fucking crazy. No respect to the defense. I'm sick of everyone saying like, oh, they don't play anyone. They don't play anyone. It's like there's no one to play. Exactly. We can't play ourselves. We're the exactly. only fucking good team in the AFC. The schedule is the schedule. It's not like they ch- they chose it themselves. The AFC is absolute garbage this year. So is the NFC. It's not like it's a exactly fucking, a league wide problem. There's there like four good teams in the. In yeah, the playoffs, exactly, and they all made it. Maybe the Cowboys could have been a, a fifth good team. Yeah, there was That's the Cowboys. It. it was the the Pats, the Falcons, and I don't even. I don't even think maybe Seattle. the Chiefs. Seattle's Seattle was super inconsistent this year. The Chiefs I don't know what the hell was going on with them? Yeah. The Chiefs it's are really okay. Bad. I mean, they. I think they could have. They would have probably played better than the uh, Steelers did in the AFC Championship game. That's true, but so they're not. They're not a, like a strong team that you're like worried about. There's no teams really out there. I, there's like. I got like this Pitts I think the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Raiders, like those are gonna be the two teams the Patriots struggle with like the next three or four years, but I could legitimately see Brady taking this team to the Super Bowl like three more years. <laughs> Big Ben said it might be his last game. I yeah. was just gonna say that. What do you guys feel he, on that? He's an idiot. There's no way he's fucking he's just he's just sad because they lost last week. If you look at his team, just you know They're how many years has it been since they've had a, a relevant defense? We yeah. just oh, it's been a that. long time. I remember Since they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, take a couple of years, draft well, yeah. do something. You know what I mean? Game plan, Tomlin, try that. You he know needs what I mean? to be fucking. <laughs> Give me a break. The least amount he They're got defensive. hit all year too. I mean, in the past like four or five years, he didn't take many sacks. He didn't get hit a lot. No. And he now gets, he wants to leave. It's kind of weird. He's not going anywhere. He was just sad. I'm guaranteed he's just. You know, he's probably willing. He's trying to get Pittsburgh to rally around him or some shit. Yeah. So like, hey, you know. Uh, we really love you, Ben. If you yeah. come back, Ben. It's like when you break up with a girl yeah. and then she actually like moves on. You're like, no, 
That's all they wanted. That's not what I get. They're going to bring in Big Phil. I would love that. Phil Rivers comes in. Uh, that's awesome. a team you got to worry about. Romo. That, that's an actual winner. Phil Rivers. Get Romo. Big Ben out of here. Bring Romo to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Phil I Rivers will never Phil. call out his own players. No. Ever. <laughs> ever. He never made a mistake in his life. It's no, fantastic. Come on, he's got Phil. A bo- he's got bolo ties for yeah. days. Yeah, like 11 kids. Like, yeah. stop. Like, stop showing up. You know what's funny about that? They were saying that Philip Rivers wanted to go to San Francisco. I was like, that seems like the last place Philip Rivers wants to go. Yeah. If you know the the the, uh, the humanity and the style of San Francisco and the lifestyle up there, I'm sure Philip Rivers does not fit in in any way. His bolo tie and his cowboy hat, he, just fucking looking at all the gays tra- trouncing around <laughs> the Castro section. I go, doubt Phil, he. go! <laughs> exactly. go. <laughs> Wearing the pink jerseys and the pink hats. I don't think uh-huh. Phil is all up for that, if we're being honest. Once a week, I put my Chargers thong on and tweet him a picture just yeah. to fucking get him riled up. You get all gay. Saw that. Yeah. I retweeted it. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> like, like, retweet. Um, so, yeah, Brady was his class. This is a classic Patriots victory where uh, it's like a, they've been winning this way for 16 years where they, they, they score first, they play tight defense, open up a decent lead, you know, maybe eight points, nine points. They got a decent lead. Then they make uh, the other team make an unforced error, and they turn it into a blowout because they just take the will out of the other team. They just know everybody's plays. They know everything about the other the opponent. They just study their asses off, study everything about the other team to where they'll make the unforced error. This time, the fumble with uh, who caused Rogers. Uh, well, Van Noy caused it. Van but, Noy is right, and Ninkovich recovered it, and Brady's in the end zone. A fucking play later, yep. fourteen points in what a minute. Because um, they had just scored a touchdown before that, and then you know they play soft defense and play ball control and just run the clock out. They don't. They've, they've been winning that that way for 16 years. It's the greatest formula I've ever seen. Simple. Uh, yeah. The one thing that uh, went against formula this week was taking the ball to start. But I think that Belichick knew that he was going to fucking own the Pittsburgh Steelers' defense. <laughs> was in no way scared of them. He wanted to score Saw first. Saw that initially when they, when they Hated defer. It. I'm like, give me a... I'm like, no. I'm like, Someone light me on fire. They right lost now. this I'm game done. already. I'm, I'm going done. to bed. Yeah, I, don't, I, exactly, I felt the same way. I was like, something's wrong here. Right. Noah, <laughs> Noah McDonald tweeted. He goes, uh, he goes, if you think it's strange that Belichick decided to receive the ball after uh, deciding to defer for the past 15 years... It's because Belichick is right. And how I know that is because Belichick's always right. Uh, he <laughs> consistently wins. Yeah. And just does. It's just a classic... Uh, it feels like I always win. That's because I do. <laughs> <laughs> he is a fucking legend of knowing exactly what to do at all times. Unbelievable. I, don't, I can't get enough of that guy. I literally... I, would, I don't know. I'd take a bullet for him. I'd die for him. Seriously, the entire league went from... Not receiving the ball anymore until everyone Louis defers. And now he just yeah. And now he's gonna start taking the ball. <laughs> he's gonna take the ball years. and starting in the fucking AFC Championship right, game. All us Patriots fans are like, yeah, Belichick knows you got to. Defer. He's just doing it just to fuck with everyone. I, else. I wonder how we figured that out. He must have like fucking MIT statisticians. So if we defer, how often do we get to double score at the end of the first half and score in the second half? Yeah, that's it true. It was probably just some ridiculous stat, like 61% of the time, if you defer, you can get the ball. Because I never even heard of defer. It's got to be an app for that. It yeah, has exactly. to be. That's Absolutely. A, that's not true. In uh, Papuana, we used to defer because uh, Richie Nuzzo would onside kick it and we'd get the onside kick every time. The first time. Like, yeah. first, the kickoff. What a scumbag one team t- you are. <laughs> there was one time. <laughs> there was a D team. You couldn't kick the ball 20 yards anyway. That's true. There was one time against uh, West Lynn. We oh, somehow God. kicked off 
both times, like to start the game and at halftime. Like what? no one remembered, uh, but we onside <laughs> kick and we got both of them anyways. Yeah. So we're done. We take Belichick's the ball. Next move, yeah. just <laughs> defer twice. Yeah. Yeah. No, we don't want we'll it. Show yeah. you. <laughs> I'll yeah. take it. In, we'll take it in overtime. Yeah, right. Fuck it. Uh, you should start onside kicking it every single time. With a classic Amendola move, we fucking knocked the ball out of that the play. Punch. Yeah, Loved nice. it. That's a great play by him. Um, so Matt, I want to talk a little bit about the matchup of the Falcons. We'll get we'll do a little bit more next week, but I think this week we'll do we'll just go through um, a couple stats, a couple little things that I wrote down here. Here I got something on um, Matt Ryan. Oh I well, Matt Ryan. Your show? Why not? Do you ever see the? <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, you ever watch those videos online of like, um, like when the oh bully, yes, yes, when yeah, the bully gets beat up? Like it's like oh yes, but not in the way that you're talking the bully. about. Like Matt Ryan seems like the guy that's like like on the train and like someone like steals his girlfriend's cell phone and like the big bully and then the guy like steps up to the bully. Sounds like a cuckold Except video. Except Matt Ryan always <laughs> gets beat up. Brazzers, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Except Matt Ryan's the guy who like steps up to the bully and still gets beat up after his phone gets. That's just what he gets all right. took. Well, you know, not my best. Not all of them hit. What not are you all do? of them hit. Oh, the humanity. Um, so, Falcons obviously a great offense, a middling defense. Uh, while the Pats they have a great offense, of course, and a top flight defense. So you're looking at um, you know a tale of two strengths. So in past Super Bowls, everyone's making this fucking announcement. So in the past Super Bowls, the top offense where they play the top scoring defense, which so you got the top offense, Falcons, top uh, scoring defense, Patriots. The top D has won like eight out of nine. And I think the last uh, one that lost was Seattle when the Patriots beat them. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I think that was like the only time the top D has lost. Um, So nobody's pointing out that they talk about the top overs, the top D, is that the Patriots this year also have one of the best offenses in the league. Yeah. So it's like third in the league, and it probably would have been second or first if Brady played four games at the beginning of the season. So uh, nobody brings up the fact that the Patriots have two elite or three elite groups with special teams, offense, and defense, where... Our special the, teams is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, we're the Falcons. Except for Ebner got a concussion, he but did. I think he should be okay. Nice. practice today, but he should be fine. He'll be fine with it. He's got a head of stone. Um, so you got that, but they never bring up the fact that the Patriots have like the three elite units. So their defense is elite. Their offense is elite. Special teams is elite, where the Falcons have just the offense. Now, it's a great offense, but is it fucking championship beat everybody beat the best defense in the league and the best offense in the league i mean most of those super bowls think about the ravens who were so fucking dominant in 2001 or whatever they were they had the greatest defense anybody's ever seen their offense was a fucking shit show disaster but they were still able to win because the defense was so good uh seattle a couple years the back patriots all three of their first three were all defense. defensive teams the bucks the defense. Bu- yeah, all those teams were good, but what I'm worried about more is it seems like the, an offense. the team with the better running game seems to win the Super Bowl more often than not. And the Patriots are a running team now. We're kind of yeah, we're kind of close in that. Where uh, I don't know, it just Freeman scares me. He scares me more than anyone else. Yeah, uh, he he's he reminds me of like a uh, I don't know who he reminds me of. I guess he's probably like a. a I'm gonna try and. Con- Pair him to someone in the AFC East, probably like Jay Ajayi, if anyone. A little bit smaller. Yeah, he reminds me of Michael Turner. Remember Michael yeah. Turner? Yeah, he does kind of have a Michael but Turner. But he's like thick faster. tree trunk body. Yeah. He's shiftier. I think, I think, like, obviously this is a little grand, but Emmett Smith. 
Emmett uh, Smith wasn't that he wasn't that big of a guy. He was decent, but he wasn't like he wasn't like a Sean Alexander like type big. I Maybe to be like honest, I don't jerk. watch a ton of Atlanta football games to even know what he looks like. I remember him at Florida State being pretty good. He's that Florida really, State really good at Florida fucking State. Fucking nasty, stacked. Yeah. Kelvin Benjamin, Jameis Winston, famous Jameis. Two, they were really good. Yeah, Stork stealing, and uh, stealing crab legs. Who's the other lineman we have on our team? Uh, Trey Jackson. Yeah. yeah, Jackson. He's a busteroo. Mm. Um, but obviously Julio is a monster. But I think we like we talked before. I think Butler and McCordy are the perfect uh, duo to take him out of the game. If we had someone like Browner with speed, would be so much better right now. But um, even even Butler and uh, McCordy is going to be great. I mean, yeah, and I wouldn't even hate like Rowe going Rowe covering them all. What's Rowe at six one? How big is Julio? Six three, six, six four. Yeah. yeah, six fucking four. Not only is he six four, but he's he's. Like Jack. built, yeah, he's huge. Yeah, I'd just be stomping on his toe the whole game. I think Malcolm Butler should mistakenly stomp his toe like three times, take no a few one... penalties. I don't know what a penalty is for foot stomp, but he should take those penalties. Uh, yeah, I would have to take a look at the rule book on that one. But, uh... <laughs> Fifteen yard yeah, foot stomp. Off the top of my head, I can't really <laughs> play the uh, the foot stomping penalty. But no one talks better shit than Malcolm Butler either. Every yeah. fucking play, he's just up yapping just, shit, right? And no one ever really comes back at him, like because I feel like people are afraid of him. He just three, backs it up, yeah. Just backs, just three years ago, he the was, line wants nothing. You want nothing to do with him? No. You're like, no, I've had enough. Fuck this. Yeah. I'm leaving. Going home. Yeah. Three years ago, he was talking shit out of the fucking drive-through with Popeyes. He fucking, <laughs> got, he didn't have any. You know why he's talking shit? Is because he hasn't had a thing handed to him. He's had to work and earn everything and he's fucking he's been through the gutter and he's crawled through the fucking the shit tunnel of Andy Dufresne to get to the <laughs> Patriots Super Bowl and become a starter Andy in an elite Dufresne. corner. He's he is. He's the Andy Dufresne of the NFL. He, he crawled one crawled through a river of shit and, and he fucking made an oh. interception in the Super Bowl. That's how I real uh, that's uh. who he most uh you know, that's what he most looks like to me is Andy Dufresne. No cornerback. Um like, Before we move on, just touching back on Julio. Uh, Julio. You know, looking at him last week, you know that big play that he had, uh, the seventy-three yard touchdown. You got, you got to, you got to try to minimize those. And I think Bill will have something planned. And you know, but you think he is going? He's going to be the number one target this week. It's shut, shutting him down. Yeah, you, you would think so. You're going to let Sanu be. You got to let guys exactly. like Hardy and Gabriel, who's a little guy, and just. These, yeah. You're gonna have to make you have to make Matt Ryan go to his third, fourth, and fifth options because you're gonna have to you're gonna probably take out Sanu with Logan Ryan or Eric Rowe. Gabriel, I know he had a pretty decent year this year, but I don't know if he's fucking really a game breaker, trick, trick play type of guy. Yeah, he's a speedster a of, yeah. type thing. The thing about the Pats is, especially in their secondary, they don't miss tackles. Like nope. Logan Ryan's a great tackler. Butler obviously is probably the best tackling cornerback in the league. McCordy's one of the best tackling safeties in the league. Chung, uh, I mean, it goes hit. on and on. They, they all, all can tackle. hit. And, yeah, that's they what they're... Finish. That's a Patriot staple since forever. Ty Law, all the guys, except for Sante Samuel, would all tackle. Yeah. Um, they just fucking, you know, even if they don't... Even if they don't make the tackle, they wrap you up so somebody else yeah. can make the tackle. They don't fucking dive at people's knees like Revis the Broncos. Revis was tackled when he was here. Revis was a good yeah. tackler. He just fucking Not quit anymore. on the Jets. Yeah. He did quit. Yeah. Big time. He quit on the team, but he was a great tackler. <laughs> yeah, that like running game is going to be is probably going to be their um they're you know, the key the, the, with Freeman and Coleman. Exactly. They're usually 50-50 they out there to too. So they got Alex Mack fucking injured now. Um Allen Branch is playing like 
His fucking best season yeah, he's ever. He's fucking annihilating people at the point of attack. How about Valentine's hit on that goal line stand? Awesome. Valentine that was a is pop. He is. I'm gonna say him and Duran Harmon have been two guys where I hated the draft pick and was like going through all. You know, I wa- usually watch the Patriots draft pretty closely and I do research on the fucking guys like immediately after. I'm like, who is this guy? And you know, like Valentine and Harmon were both guys that like every expert thought was gonna be undrafted shit. You know, nobody that was any good. And granted, it's happened many other times where the Patriots have fucking drafted guys that could have been undrafted and they sucked. Like uh, Jordan Richards hasn't done anything in two Oof. years. No, okay. He's a big bust. Tough, yeah. um, there's other guys, too, that aren't going to matter. Tavon Wilson. But uh, he's actually playing down in Houston right now. He, no, so he's on Houston, Detroit. D- Detroit. 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 Yeah, so he's playing yeah, on Detroit. Yeah, but him. yeah, they're playing, but they're not doing anything. So there's, uh, you know, there's just been these are two guys that have fucking overplayed my expectation of him. I didn't think Valentine was going to be good. He's playing just as good, if not better, than Malcolm Brown is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Brown actually had... He's been having his best games late in the season. The middle of the year, he kind of disappeared a little bit, and then he got benched. That interior line games, is and then now he's fucking back. vicious. Yeah, the interior line really is great. Yeah, stout, I mean, that's what I mean. Stout. So Malcolm Brown's great. They have to yeah. send... Because you, if you send fucking 3D tackles out there with uh, Brown, Valentine, and... Uh, and uh, what's his name? And Long, Cheered, and Allen Branch. It's fucking impossible to run through this middle of the line. You and have I, to run off left tackles. Bet your best fucking and route has been through this defense. Playing great Flowers against the run. Great. Long yeah. had a good game too. He, I mean, he was the only guy really getting to Ben. He was he bull rushed. I think it was the first quarter. He bull rushed yep. that left tackle right into Ben's face. He Ben ended up rolling out, making good play. But um, Sheard actually, he they both actually got some some good pressure. This is going to be a great. Much. A great stage for Chris Long to like fucking okay one if he wins a Super Bowl I could see him walking away because he's kind of lost he's lost at least two steps since he yeah. was really good I mean he's he's played decently he's been okay this year but he hasn't been like a I a lot of people I think expected him to come in and be like the next fucking and and get Chandler like Jones. yeah get a chance yeah. at least get, eight sacks yeah I was sacks. thinking he was gonna get like eight or nine sacks and fucking resurrect himself but I just don't think he's got the ability. Anymore, but I could see him for one fucking game coming in there and just dominating. It's not easy, not to dominating, run. but at least fucking getting you know to the quarterback, making hits on the quarterback. And it's not easy to rush in this Pats defense. They don't really let you just you know spin inside if you have the opportunity. Like you have to keep contained. So it's yeah, it's tough to be able to rush and keep contained. Keep contained. There's not many guys who can do it. So no, Jabal Sheard's been playing well. Ni- Trey Flowers is the best pass rusher on the team. Yeah, and he rushes from an interior role. Which makes me think once they put him on the outside, he's going to eat fucking teams alive next year. Yeah, he could be. He yeah, is he's a fucking fast and strong. Fast, and he's a bull. He's getting fucking bigger and better. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 playing his balls out. So, um, this is a, a there's two stats I wanted to throw up there before we take it to our bit of the week. Bit of the week. Pew 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 pew. Bit of the week. Um, so the Patriot. Uh, sorry, the Falcons. They throw it 20 yards down the field uh, more than anybody else in the league. Patriots give up the least amount of receptions over 20 yards in the league. So that's going to be uh, necessary for... I think that that's going to be a big item for the Atlanta Falcons to look at this year because or this week because if you can't hit your big plays, they're going to be dumping off a ton. So it's going to be... Tyler's taking a shit. I don't know where he's going. I think he left. He left uh, for the day. Good. So, I mean, they're going to be like... that's. 
goes back to our they're going to have to have their running game and their third, fourth, and fifth option available because if you can't throw it down the field to Julio Jones, their offense is taking on a whole new identity. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan's going to have to draw up something pretty. Uh, yeah, they got a couple of guys that can go over the field. Um, but they, are, curious to see what happens there. Are they even a side-to-side offense? Like I said, I don't watch a shitload of Atlanta te- games. They've, I mean, got, some, they've got some guys. Mohamed Sanu usually for the most part is outside the numbers, but Aldrick Robinson, they got Justin Hardy, who uh, for some reason I used to bet on East Carolina University. So, uh, <laughs> I I, he stud. had like 140 oh, catches. Are I oh, love it. Terrible, <laughs> terrible. It's funny you said you that because I, I, was, I, ha- I knew I had you in here, so I wanted to talk betting the Super Bowl with mm. you for a second. Uh, Patriots uh, giving three. And uh, over under fifty eight and a half. I wouldn't go near the over. Hate the over on this. Yeah, I already put really? I put three fifty on the under already. Whoa, I whoa, never whoa. bet on the fucking Patriots ever. It's, but it's not on them, so I felt comfortable doing it. You'll probably sweat it out. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. But um, fifty eight points. I mean, that's like thirty to fucking. That's 30, 30 to twenty eight. So I mean, like yeah, that. that's a high fucking scoring Super Bowl. I mean, forty nine yeah. is a lot for a Super Bowl. I think that was last year's, yeah. or it was. It might have been even under that, and you know, Denver just ate them alive. But uh, I wouldn't touch the fifty eight and a half. I think that Pats line goes up probably closer to four and a half, five. Um, yeah, I, I, but I would have expected it going by now, moving. It's not moving at all. So that makes you wonder because seventy percent of the money is on the Pats right now, minus three, and nothing's moved. So you wonder if that's sharp money taking it the other way to keep it kind of on an even keel. What does that mean? I don't even know what that means. Sharp money is basically the smart people. Yeah. So quote unquote, yeah. So the Vegas big guys will probably keep it, or they'll buy it at three and a half, and then it goes back down to three. So the yeah, there's like tickets. How many people tickets? There's how many people bet? So yeah, say ten thousand people bet. Seven thousand on the Pats, three thousand. Are you talking about the, the money bets then? Yeah. Right. So, but okay. then the money wise, say there's ten, say there's a hundred thousand on the game. There might be, you know, seven thousand people taking the Pats, but only, you know, f- so you know they, fifty thousand is on the Pats, where fifty thousand is on the Falcons, and yeah, way less look, people are taking it. Is that so what's that happening? You think? I didn't know. It, it's it's probably where it's at. It's too really too early to tell. I think a lot of the a lot of the big time money probably comes in week of yeah, you know, yeah. with preparation if and not things even like that. Sunday they, practice uh, injuries, yeah, all that shit. Over under right. opened at sixty. Yeah, uh, Vegas knows that public loves. Overs, yeah, loves. Doesn't matter what the number is, especially in the Super Bowl with people that normally don't watch football and they just want to see. Oh, I want to see points. Well, buddy, you just spent your mortgage payment. That was, uh, that was like that. Uh, I don't know. It might have been like six years ago now that Oregon was in the national championship and the over under was seventy eight. Yep. And Marcus Mariota, probably. Yeah, yeah. People were still taking the over. People were, and I can never see the teams score ended up being like it ended up being like forty eight. Yeah. Like it was the way under. Pac twelve when Mariota was there, Chip Kelly. Like yeah, they used that to. Was or that, that might have been. They put up like Might have been Hellfish. Yeah, they would just go five wide. Yeah, there's no. The quarterback is not touching the center's butt ass at all. Ever. Like it's just shotgun, pistol. Yeah. See you later. Left and right, and. um but yeah, I, yeah, but I, that is a good point about the over in the Super Bowl. I, took, I honestly, like I thought the, the under over. was a lock. Really. Yeah, I honestly yeah. kind of like it, but uh, I, I'm not gonna bet. So you got, yeah, I don't want to bet on the Patriots, so I bet over under just because that's not on either team. That's on both teams, right? So I was fine with it. Because um, even the game in the 20s, you're yeah. still talking 60 points. And like, okay, 27. And 20, the Patriots whatever, haven't scored. Maybe. The Patriots haven't scored 30 points in a Super Bowl before. No. Um, and they've had fucking ridiculous offenses. Their best offense ever only scored 17. And yeah, we scored 31 once, so that was it. Did they score 31? 30, was it? Uh, it might know. have been the Super Bowl, Super Bowl Carolina. I think it was 32 29. 
right? But, yeah, I thought it was thirty-one uh, twenty-eight against the um, the the Eagles. No, I don't know. Uh, who, anyways, who would but you yeah, com- it's still yeah. all unders. So the number, uh, the other stat I had was was um, this was the Patriots' offense is built on ball control and uh, yards after the catch, right underneath routes. Edelman, Amendola, whoever, you know, catch and run scenarios. Falcons are dead last in yards after the catch in the in the NFL. So that is really? I mean, wow. there there's nothing more that you need to know really about this game is that that's probably where the Falcons are going to have to fucking improve to uh, win this game, play tight man coverage or whatever. They must not be able to cover uh, crossing routes because if you can't stop Patriots yards after the catch, you're fucking dead. Because There's not a single guy who doesn't. That's Edelman. their whole offense is run after the catch. I honestly think Edelman. I I said Edelman was gonna have a better game than Antonio Brown. I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but I think Edelman's gonna have a better game than. Julio why are you Jones. saving? Why are you using hot takes uh, outside of the podcast forum? Maybe I, I didn't think about it until like Friday. Right? <laughs> write down these notes for oh, Christ's sake. I think I got to call again, in with that one. Yeah, I you. would take the bet that take Edelman it. has a better game than Julio Jones. Receptions, yards, everything. That is a He's hot been take. the best receiver for the past. Believe, Ten weeks. Every be, week he's believe he's receiver. nine receptions away from uh becoming second all time in playoff receptions. Wow. Which is fucking insane. What but a stat. he'd still be like forty below Jerry Rice or something. That is a joke. All his Jerry Rice's numbers are a fucking joke. They're so high and they're so ridiculous. No one's even close. I forget to I forget that like I watched him when I was a kid, but like who covered him? Like, why Why is he getting all these receptions? Why didn't Bill Belichick dominate him? Well, that was when you used to be able to like, you know. Decapitate receivers coming across the middle, and they did the Patrice O'Neill suicide. I mean, uh, uh, I guess that's true. Paralyzed dance on top of fucking Paralyzed. on top of a guy and hold up. Niggas is wilding. So anyway, so we talked betting the Super Bowl. So here's a new thing this year because uh, we're coming up late on time here. Uh, NFL doing a new thing, a media day this year, where it is in prime time. Patriots slotted for 9 p.m. Monday. Uh, so it's a boring thing that, that can be made better by playing our next game, which we decided was the Martellus Bennett Media Night Drinking Game. Pew, pew, pew. Pow, pow. All right, so I'm going to start off, give you a few things, and I think you guys should play along with us on Monday night as we play the Martellus Bennett Media Night Drinking Game. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew. Pow. All right. Uh, Al's got some. I don't think Tyler brought, I brought anything. I have so. a couple. Okay, good. You got a couple. Good. Brought this go high class uh, post-it note that I uh, wrote out there some stuff go. at work. Right from work. No biggie. Okay, drink one shot if he mentions the imagination agency. All right, that's gotta do it. You might get drunk, but yeah, you'll definitely drink something. He'll bring it up. Al, let's see. you got a rule? Yeah, let's see. This is if he refers to Roger as Waldo, chug a beer. Ah, that's uh, a good one. I don't know. That's a that's a. I don't know if that's going to happen. It probably won't happen. But it would be fun. All right. Take two sips if at any time he dances with a person. All right. Tyler. All right, I got one. Uh, Write down these rules at home, folks. I'm not posting them anywhere. Yeah, we're going to be real disappointed if we find out <laughs> anyone didn't do any of these. I have um, here it says if Martellus Bennett mentions that he's just happy to be on the team and doesn't care about stats, order a black hooker offline. It's a weird one. Yeah, that was strange. Um, I don't know who gave that to me. One of our writers. Yeah, somebody, the producer. If he wears a NASA hat, drink two shots. That's a good one. Yeah. it's a great one. Uh, if they mention Dancing with the Stars after his little uh, debacle with uh, the uh, cheerleaders, yeah. take a shot of Fireball. Ooh, I, I love like that. that. Um, 
If he compares anything to sex, take four sips. Okay. I like it. He loves to do that, so could get ugly. This is a, this is a get shit-faced uh, drinking game, Yeah, by I hope way. you guys are calling out on Tuesday, because yeah. we are all in trouble after I'm that. I'm going to take down notes, trust me, Monday night, and see how drunk we all got. I like it. Here's one Dom wrote in. Uh, Dom from Saugus? Dom from Saugus. It says, um, if he mentions playing with Tony Romo, sit on the chair that has the fist on it. The one in your basement, I guess. The one in my basement? Everyone has It's up in my bedroom now. Uh, Now, he says Black Unicorn, drink five sips. That's his nickname for himself. That's his, uh, his Harry Potter, what do they call it? The thing when you become an animal. My wife would know. I don't remember it. Spirit animal, spirit. Yeah, you would say spirit animal, but there's group. a there's a Muggle word for it. That's the Muggle word. Oh. Uh, Does that have something to do with? Is it? Uh, it's wizardry. Wizardry. Oh. That's what it is. L. All right. If he name if he mentions Kane's donuts, Ooh. as you know, he's been one for he, the Kane's donuts. He's a Kane's donut man. That's a big one. Uh, I, that's a real risky. I don't know if he comes up with one. For he's that. probably not going to. That's why I said you'd have to drink a Clorox and soda water. Yeah. So <laughs> he's a he's a uh, he's he's a yeah, he's. Uh. He's more of a uh, he's a branding guy, and I don't think he's mentioning Kane's Donuts unless he's getting some of that paper. Son. Well, that would be something. Um, I do like so if he one. brings up a superhero at any time, drink three sips. That's probably the most obvious. He loves to talk superheroes. He'll bring that up. That's that's happening. Yep. And uh, it's, uh, the last one here says um, if he mentions that he's just here to win. Go to the Walnut Street Cafe on February 16th, Ooh. 8 o'clock. plug there. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, plug. Was, I mean, it's a great dumb. plug. Another one um, dumb. And lastly, you... This one was a collab between Al and I. So if he trashes Jay Cutler, smoke a Marlboro Light in the inside of your house. <laughs> that's right. So that's it for the, uh, the Marty Bennett drinking game. Um, we got... I mean, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? I mean, we got... Some shit talking. I mean, we got some fun things happening in our lives here. I don't know. How was the tailgate? Oh, that's interesting you say that, because I was telling a story earlier about um, Patriots tailgates and telling Al the story. So I've been going to Patriots games for, I don't know, 25 years now, right? Uh, from Foxborough Stadium to Gillette Stadium. Show up. We go... Yeah, exactly. It's going to get better. Just fucking listen. Uh, so we drive in. We're four hours early for the game, which is... Pretty fucking early for us, right? We usually get there two or three hours before a fucking Sunday game, just because it's fucking weekly. And um, so we get there four hours before the game, two thirty, sitting in traffic. I'm like, what the fuck? We zip down there. We use a shortcut. We get right down there. The big Mike shortcut. Yeah, it's, it's a fucking Tony Locanti shortcut oh. that Big Mike fucking told somebody about. So anyway, we get right in, and then we're like at the on Route One, sitting in traffic for a fucking hour. I'm like, what is going on? So we get into the parking lot. Some old man stops us. Finally, after we paid our money, he's like, uh, we ran out of tailgating spots. In fucking 25 years, I've never heard that sentence uttered in my entire life. Wait, like... They ran out of tailgating spots. Do you guys not have the parking pass anymore? No, we don't have a parking pass anymore. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to wow. talk about it. So, so do you guys tail- you tailgate so we with tailgate- like, all the peasants? Yeah, we tailgate so with the, the, yeah, just the, the commoners. I would the never. Commoners, yeah. Junk, the Gross. garbage that fucking parades around uh-huh. that stadium. You have to stand on cement instead of the red Ugh. carpet that they usually roll exactly. over you guys. The fucking class <laughs> toilets that they had. Now we have to fucking sit in the yeah. shit houses. Uh, so anyway, so the guy says, listen, you can go across the street and tailgate. There's a few more spots over there. Of course, you're going to have to sit in traffic. I said, okay, so that's immediately out. And then they say, or you can go up in the retail lot and not tailgate. 
And I said, this is a fucking nightmare. At we first, like... not tailgate. So, exactly. So my mind was like, uh, uh... We'll just go up in the retail lot. So we went up the retail lot and fucking tailgated up there around, away from everyone. It actually wasn't too bad. We just had our own spot. Not, a, not as many lights, but I was just pissed off. I've never seen that before. It annoyed the shit out of me. But, I, you know, I still got a good buzz on pregame. It just was, was it rainy like, and shitty out. Is a retail parking lot designated for, like, what, people who don't drink? I don't get it. What no, the retail parking lot is for people for that are... retail, I yeah, think, are, yeah, are, yeah. Are, are fucking shopping that day instead of going to a Patriots game, which is, you're a fucking psychopath. Are you fucking out of your mind <laughs> to drive <laughs> some, to Patriots yeah, place at 5 o'clock? It's like, oh, hey, hold on, honey, I'll be the right AFC back. Championship uh, I know game. the Patriots game's on, but I go get a gravy boat at Christmas tree shop <laughs> real quick. Like, what is going on You deserve to catch a fucking Miller Lite bottle off the back of the head if you go fucking shopping at Patriots place. Bass during the AFC Bass Pro Shops has a sale on fucking oh, buoys. Fuck he had to go out there and grab yourself. something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's what it is. So I tr- I actually tried to get my money back. I, I tried to fucking chintz out and go up there. I said, excuse me, sir. We're parked in the retail lot. Can I get my money back? And they were like, no, we saw you drinking. I was like, oh, fuck you. And he knew. Uh, How do they sir, know? <laughs> I'm, t- sir, I'm just here to go to Macy's. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean, sir? I was going to uh, I was going to TV12 to get pliable. You know there was a ca- like a, a cashier at Bed Bath and Beyond up in the uh, up in the other area that was where uh, Christmas tree shops. They probably dropped a dime on you. Yeah, like I, I see this I was so mad link. about that. I had never seen that before in my life. So uh, next week we're gonna do we're gonna have a fun show. It's gonna be our probably our second to last show of the season. I think we'll do one post Super Bowl. Just um, you know, a, a yearly recap. It's Super Bowl week. We may have two podcasks coming at you. You never know. No, you'll never know what it's happens. It's Media with, Week, so no, you know, no. Malcolm Go has to come up for me. Once week. we hit, yeah, it is Media Week. We should fucking do a little Media we Week our, session. Uh, we're gonna do our podcast. We could do a live in, uh, Media Day episode. We yeah, we're gonna do. do our podcast down in Houston, uh, probably like Thursday or Friday, and then when we get to the game, yeah, and then uh, we'll go. Yeah, we From get there. Uh, we get um. NFL access, so we should have some form of Patriots players. locker room access. We got tons of stuff. Yeah. Al, you got any plugs? Oh, man. It's too many to tell right now. Too Xbox, many to you got an Xbox name? I don't have an Xbox <laughs> name. Uh, nobody wants to follow me on Twitter, scorching underscore takes. That's a great name. Try it out. It yeah. is a great you, ha- you brought some hot takes today. Yeah. Um, Tyler, you've already done your plugs. I get it. So, maybe it's breaking Tyler. news, I just remembered in my head Malcolm Go Podcast. Has an Instagram page. Oh shit! There so we go. go ahead. Glad you remember that in your head instead of remembering that somewhere else. No, hit, <laughs> hit the follow button, folks. Uh, so we have that. We also have, as you know, the Malcolm Go Pod on Twitter, Brady Disciple on Twitter, and uh, stop sending me dick pics to my email. Please start sending me more questions Sorry. and answers. Yeah, I've seen those; they're out right now. Uh, so send Malcolm Go Podcast at gmail.com. Give us some more notes, and uh, I think we're gonna have uh, uh, Barstool's Jared Carabas on. Oh, since we're in the uh, Barstool universe lately, I think. Yeah, he's they're trying to recruit week, so. me. I keep pushing them back. Uh, busy, get a family. What are you gonna do? Tied up. Can't can't get caught up in Barstool. Can't be caught enough in that. No. No. no so I, I mean, we're we're too big for that. So until next week, follow us on all those social media sites. Uh, go Pats and uh, go Sachems. Huh, boys? Go Sachems. Huh? Late. See ya. Do your job! Alright, don't try to make too much out of it! Just do your job! 47 months ago, right? All for this moment. It's about order! It's about respect! We win this game, you're honored! Your kids are honored! Your family's honored! We Stack receivers, two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands, he has it. Wilson, quick throw! And it's good! Intercepted! 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 Intercep
You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man.